when there's an obstacle and you're doing something God calls you to, he always makes a way. Mm. And it actually ends up better that you're doing it that way because he has he has things you you have no idea. I'm Chelsea Amber, a Christian recording artist and the founder of Christian Guitar Girls, an encouraging community for female guitar players and bass players who love Jesus. And we are a group of women who are serving our communities through music and and working on our guitar skills all for the glory of God. You can find our Facebook group called the Christian Guitar Girls Community to connect with other women in music and ministry. All ages and skill levels are welcome. We have a great conversation coming up with Lisa Jost. And before we get into that, I just want to give a quick shout out to Podbean. This is the platform that I use to host the Christian Guitar Girls podcast. I've been really pleased with their services and definitely highly recommend them if you're thinking about starting a podcast of your own. I especially love the resources that they have on their site to teach you how to start a podcast. So you can visit podbean.com slash CGG for a free 30-day trial on any of their unlimited plans, and you'll also be supporting the Christian Guitar Girls ministry when you do that. So without further ado, I want to welcome Lisa Jost to the podcast. Lisa is a singer, a songwriter, a guitar player, a wife to her husband, Dale, and mother of 11 children. Yes, you heard that correctly, 11. Lisa was born in Oklahoma and is now based in Southern Alberta, Canada, just above Montana. Not only did Lisa homeschool all her children, she also traveled with them from 2007 to 2022 as a family band called The Josties, doing music ministry across North America. Their latest album, Don't Forget About Love, was nominated for Folk Album of the Year by the Gospel Music Association of Canada. You can learn more about her band at josties.com, and you can read encouraging blog posts about motherhood at the Nitty Gritty Mama. Com. I can't wait to hear more about God's leading and his faithfulness as she pursued this unconventional path. So welcome, Lisa, to the podcast. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea. You've always been such a sweet friend, and I'm always blessed by your motivation and your heart to Aww. share your, your talents with others. And I'm so happy for you and your little family growing. Oh, yay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so I always love to pretend that we are sitting across the table from each other at a coffee shop. So what are you drinking there? I got my home roasted brew with heavy cream and collagen in a mug that I made. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's a beautiful mug. For those of you who are uh, listening on an audio platform, it is a, a beautiful brown mug. It says sing on it. And it looks like there's some some etchings. You did some etchings on the side yeah, there. Little little whimsical print. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Well, I'm I'm a little bit boring today. I've got decaf green tea. I'm trying that's to limit. <laughs> good for good for you. Yeah, I love to I love to have those uh, antioxidants. Yeah, so I would love to dive in and can you tell us a little bit about when and how you started to play the guitar? Well, I grew up with a incredibly talented mom who played piano and uh, I took piano for several years. But when I was fourteen, I met uh, a guy who was so talented with the classical guitar and I just really wanted to learn. And he helped me buy a guitar and got me started in that old classic, you know, solo guitar playing Frederick Unknown. And I worked on scales and everything, but I didn't, I didn't really, you know, get super great at classical. But one thing that happened is 
play guitar became like a friend to me and mm. and it was it became an expression of my soul when I was in anguish or lonely or and I think that relationship was is what kept me going all these years is the fact that it was a voice a heart with me <laughs> yeah I love how music can have kind of a, a therapeutic uh effect. Yeah. I feel like that's just a, a gift from God, you know, like, Hey, you need, yeah. you need to work out these, <laughs> these angst, yeah. the angst feeling, feelings of angst or whatever. Yeah. And it just, it's mm-hmm. like, God gives us this to help, help us. Yeah. I think about it like right. songwriting then, too. Yeah. I, Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm. And I think every person is different. Some people might be more technically inclined with an instrument and other people are more, it's their heart and soul. And, and that's, Kind of where I was at. I wasn't super talented on it, but I just kept on plugging away and loving it. Yeah. Well, and as you as you uh, get as you gain more experience, then you get more proficient. Yeah. Just I feel like that just kind of happens naturally as as time goes on, yeah. as we're like yeah. faithful to keep showing up. So yeah, that's yeah. Right. So you you started playing guitar, and then then you eventually got married. You had a family, and then. Once you were, I think I read online that you, once you were done having your family, that's when you yeah. started well, doing that's music. that's when God started opening the doors. We had sung at a wedding mm-hmm. and uh, this guy was there who actually ends up being sort of family. He came up and said he wanted to record us. We had done a couple of recordings, Dale and I, in the past, but we, so we really prayed about it for a year and I wrote songs during that year. And uh, once that was published or whatever, then we had friends who started saying, you know, if you come out here, we'll we'll help you plan a tour. And having that CD mm. really helped cement our our musicianship in a lot of ways. Basically, it was just Dale and I, and then Emily singing, and the kids in the background. Josiah learned the bass for us. Joel learned how to do the, you know, we bought a sound system, and and that's kind of how it went. And then as the kids got older, they would do more. They would pick up instruments and touring was so good for our family. Like for us, it wasn't Mm. the music was prominent. It was more we had a message on our hearts that we wanted to share. And so we'd wrap our songs around that. And it was it was Mm. that desire. It's not like we were fantastic musicians. It was more let's let's do this because this is a way we can spread encouragement, spread them a message for families and of hope. And then it just as I had mentioned earlier, too, we had been publishing a newsletter to several hundred families called Hearts at Home, hmm. trying to encourage them. But that mailing list became a really good starting point for Dale because he was our tour planner. We never had an agent or anything. Wow. And he would plan all our tours. And so we'd start going. And, and of course, the challenges are your kids are little, keeping all their outfits working. <laughs> Back then, we were either browns or blacks or greens, you know, and I... I would sew for the girls. I mean, it was so multifaceted. It wasn't just get up there and sing. You know, I hope there's a mic. Yeah. We had to learn all the sound system stuff. And when I we started, I was just glued to song sheets, you know, on the stand. Yeah. I had to have all the chords and lyrics the whole time. And eventually I was, over the years, I was just free of all that. And it's like, the more you do music, like they say, every performance is worth seven rehearsals or practices. Mm. And it really cemented the music into us. And and our kids just rose to the challenge with talent. And even though we started so simple and it was just so blessed by their hearts and, 
And uh, we met you in Nova Scotia at Larry's church. Yes, the Halifax music. Vineyard. <laughs> yeah, we had done music with Larry in college. And so he was a good oh, cool. too. But I was so blown away by you. What a talented young woman. Oh, thank you. I was blown away by you because I, um, I, I love that God opened your eyes to the possibility of doing motherhood and, and music because I, in my younger years, always thought that if once I become a mom, I, w- I wouldn't be able to do music. And I do, I, I totally respect people who do decide yeah. um, to set aside music uh, or, you know, or any, any other form of work um, to do the work, um, in the home. Cause it's, it, it is a massive job and there are no <laughs> days off, you know, like, so yeah. I, so I'm not saying that I don't respect that path. I just knew for myself, that's, um, that I wanted to continue doing yes. music, but I didn't know that it would be possible. And I remember, uh, seeing, seeing you guys come to my church and I think your littlest one might've had like a ukulele or a, yeah. or a little toy guitar or something on yeah, stage. Yeah, a little wooden guitar that didn't make noise, but he could play it. Yeah, I remember that. And just thinking, wow, there are possibilities that I never thought of. Like it just, um, it kind of, it got me excited because I, I, I knew that, you know, if, if God calls me, if, if God were to call me to do both, then it, I could. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, you sure could. Yeah. Well, there's so many aspects to doing it as a family. Like there are so many broken families out there. And Mm -hmm. to see that God used that part of who we were as much as the music, I think, seeing everybody together, working together, all those miles in the van. Like I said, we prayed for a bus all those years, but God kept us the van trapped family singers. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody (laughs) murdered anybody, but I'm telling you, there were (laughs) challenges. And with sickness and and little ones, I can remember putting them beside the stage on a quilt Aww. because they had a fever. And but they're always troopers. I mean, mm. God was so amazing to us. And I think the big benefit for them, besides being able to really you know grow in music, was to see God's hand every day on a tour. Mm. We would pray for people after concerts. They would meet people who were so encouraged, and they could talk to them. They'd see God provide protect us, take us hundreds of thousands of miles all over, Mm. like across Canada four times. We've been in every single state in the lower 48. I mean, we have Mm. incredible memories. And actually, one of our favorite times was singing at a Marine base on Paris Island in South Carolina to 2,500 young Marines, some like 19, 20-year-olds who could die within the next two years. It was like electric. They were so hungry. It was the mm. most incredible opportunity we've had. And we've been just so blessed. Seeing our kids, like Amy Joy has especially really, really has a talent. And, and, you know, I hope they pursue it. She pursues it for herself. I know she would love to. Mm. But uh, even as a family, we have. And having a recording studio, just I built that, added that in our home. And Amy was able to learn there, learn the engineering and mm. just so many aspects of it. That was really growth promoting. And uh, of course, mainly you just need to have a deep relationship with your kids. That's the most, can't force them to do it. They have to want to. And I was, we, Dale and I were so blessed by their Mm -hmm. desires and their heart. Yeah. And I, and it, I, my understanding too is that uh, all of your kids are also faithfully following the Lord too. Yes, even every, at, yes, every. they all have such a passion for Him. And wow. And I, I know that's God's mercy, because not because we were perfect, 
but God got a hold of their hearts. And I think when kids see prayer answered, it just assures them that God is real and he's mm. faithful. And that was really a fantastic benefit of, of needing him so much. On the we never didn't know where we mm. would stay, mm. what the stage would look like when we got there. I mean, we were a big band. Our first tour, both our married couples went with us. And these little stages, you know, you're trying to fit them all in there and learn. But we just felt his anointing in so many ways. Mm. So with the, the answered prayer, um, did was there one obstacle that you had to overcome as you pursued that lifestyle um, that combined motherhood and, and ministry and travel? Like, was there one yeah. thing? Where- well, because we homeschooled, we would tour later in the spring because we didn't bring books on the road because they would just get mm. trashed in the van. Mm. And so that was what I felt like they were learning so many life lessons. We went to so many incredible places and museums and hearing people's stories and testimonies. That was powerful. Mm. Hearing people's testimonies, everyone, what God did in their lives. And also um, being able to discipline when you're public, because I'm, I would always want to deal with them privately, never want to humiliate them. But so there were challenges with that and relationships being in an enclosed van so long. Some of them mm-hmm. were try- just side be trying to do his work on the road. And so those were obstacles that, but it's like when there's an obstacle and you're doing something God calls you to, he always makes a way mm. and it actually ends up better that you're doing it that way because he has, he has things you, you have no idea. And yeah. then our kids also started Josty flicks which was kind of worked in tandem with the Josties. People would watch Josty Flicks come to a concert, mm-hmm. come to a concert and want to watch Josty Flicks. And yeah. it was humor was really definitely a, sal- a saving grace for our family. Oh, I love it. And so for those of so those of our listeners who are unfamiliar with Josty Flicks, can you uh, just share what that is? Josty Flicks is a YouTube channel. It's had oh, well over 3 million views and uh, it's all wholesome, fun, entertainment that the kids with Joel, Joel especially worked to put together and they're really mm. good they're still really really current really relevant and people still really enjoy them and there might be a slight possibility more might happen awesome <laughs> oh, we, yep. have, we have 27 grandkids now and they're all talented and beautiful wow and I just love seeing them carry on things in their homes oh that's so wonderful 27 grandchildren what a blessing yeah. And what a family reunion. That is going to, that is a party. <laughs> and we see for three years, we weren't together at Christmas and this year we were, and I was just such a precious gift. <sighs> My heart bursts and there's more coming. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Christina. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Today they're doing about eight weeks. So. Oh, that's they're so first. wonderful. So uh, what is one lesson God has taught you throughout your years? Of ministry as a family? First of all, one thing we learned is you can't depend on your flesh. Like mm. We would pray before every concert and so many times we felt completely broken. Somebody mm. would blow up or be upset or we'd be tired or sick and, and it's like God in his mercy would remind us that we need him so much and mm. it's not so then you think oh we can't do this we're so imperfect but it was more God reminding us that we're doing it for him and his strength and I remember one incident in particular in Oregon it was the worst concert pre-concert afternoon that we ever had I felt like oh no away everything felt heavy and dark and 
And I remember Josiah was the one who was so strong and saying, listen, we're doing this and we're going to pray. And so we did. But the opposition was real. And mm. after the concert, we found out that this woman was at the concert who had just. She hadn't been sentenced yet, but she had had an accident where her kids had flown out of her car window, two little kids mm. and died. And she was being <gasps> imprisoned. And we knew nothing about this, but there was, God was speaking to her. And we found this out afterwards. So it was, it's, we came to realize as we matured in the Lord, the hardest times beforehand needed the most prayer mm. because there was greater opposition. Mm. But those kind of, those kind of opportunities are just his. You can't force them. You can't fake them. And, and we had, we were so blind. We didn't know what was going on, but Many times things like that would happen. We'd find out what God was doing afterwards and wow. just clinging to him. So I, I learned, and I hope our kids, we've all learned in Dale, that I don't want to do anything without him. And just to be surrendered to his goodness, because he's looking for people, you know, mm. who, who can share his light. Before we started touring, Dale had actually been really aggressively praying the prayer of Jabez, that God would enlarge our territory and influence for him. Mm. And, and and God did this, you know, it wasn't like instant wham, bam, whatever. It was just right. We sang in little places where they were so hungry mm. for the Lord or music. We sang in big places where you feel so intimidated. That was something I really struggled with. And, you know, when I look back on it, I wish I hadn't given it so much time in my head. Mm. As you know, God is in it and God's the one influencing and using music. It's such a powerful tool. It's like, People's hearts open up and all this truth can just go in. And it was just such yeah. a privilege. We all loved it. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. That is so powerful. And so um, as as we wrap up, I would love to leave some, some advice and words of encouragement for our listeners. So do you have a, a practical piece of advice for anyone who is just picking up the guitar for the first time? Yeah, I, I would say... First of all, be patient with yourself. It hurts to learn the guitar. You know that. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. And if you can, find yourself a decent guitar, get the neck adjusted, put new strings, because you can be playing a chord correctly, but if it sounds crummy and blurry, it's so discouraging. And also, I would I would say, keep it simple at first. Even learn a few chords, some, a song you can sing along with so that you can feel like, it's it's a part of your voice and worship as opposed to just and can you can't do anything with it. I mean you can learn scales and you can learn all that stuff and the theory on the fretboard, that's all important. But at first, I just kind of make this guitar your friend. Mm. Uh, and that might seem simple and useless, but it's amazing when you view it that way, how mm. it affects your your heart to play it. And mm -hmm. yeah, and there's oh, so many that. great helps, including your channel, your husband's channel. YouTube has everything. I also found mm -hmm. with our kids, the ones who just started with the self-taught, they're the ones who go the furthest mm -hmm. because they have the drive and the passion. I mean, lessons can help get you started, but beyond that, you really got to have that drive and desire. To <laughs> yeah. My little perspective. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense. And do you have an encouraging word? What is one encouraging word or piece of advice you can offer someone who wants to release their first song They're at the beginning of that musical yeah. journey? So are they like still songwriting or they have it written and they want to release it? 
if you can find a good place to get it recorded and mixed and, and mastered. And it's pretty easy these days to release things through CD Baby, you know. And mm, that's the service I use, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and they make it pretty easy. It's not free, of course, but if mm. that's, that's a really good way. I mean, that wasn't around when we started, but mm. it is a good handle to get stuff out there recorded. And, and, and as a family, if you want to tour, it really, really important, I think to at least make a CD first because mm. it, it gives you focus, it gives you a repertoire, it really helps refine and define your musicianship and yeah. get lots of other people's opinions if you can. And so, I mean, it's, it's you, you can't just go from step one to step 12, but it's if you just gradually work and pray about everything. You yeah. know, if your motives are right, it's incredible what God, and he works even when our motives aren't right, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that that's wonderful. And uh, how can people find you and your music online? Well, the Joesties, they're we're on every platform through CD Baby, of course, on the the, mm. the streaming platforms. And yeah, I'd love it if you went. Listen, we have six albums out there. Our latest one, like you said, is "Don't Forget Our Love." And uh, yeah, it's all. If you have a memberships, they're all free. Yeah, and for our audio listeners, Joesties is spelled J-O-S-T-I-E-S. So you yes, can yes. look them up. But I'm gonna, I will leave links in the description for that. Yeah, so that and YouTube has you. a couple, has a few music videos. Our latest one is Home. Is Home. that the one in the field? You're in yeah. the field. That is yeah. such a beautiful video. I showed yeah. my husband that video because I was like, man, like this, this was so beautifully done. So I, I, I really hope. People check out that your latest thank music you. video. Yes, it's thanks so to well our talented son Joel, who mm. did all the camera work and editing. He's very gifted. That's his. That's his strength. That's his job. We're so mm -hmm. thankful for it. Yeah, he did a really fantastic job on that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for yeah. sharing God's faithfulness in your journey yes, and the lessons so he taught good. you. Yeah, Joel, and you're I, just a radiant woman. I'm, I love you. I'm so blessed. Oh. <laughs> Thank this was you. fun to do with you. Yay. <laughs> and yeah, I loved hearing how you combine music and motherhood as someone who's at the beginning of that journey. It was really yeah. encouraging to hear the stories. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. And uh, to all our listeners, if you enjoyed this chat, there are many more to come. So make sure to hit follow or subscribe on YouTube or whatever platform you use for your podcast listening. And don't forget to check out podbean.com slash CGG. If you have your own podcast or if you're thinking about starting one, I'll leave a link for that in the episode description, as well as links to connect with Lisa and hear music from her band, The Josties. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll Bye. catch you in the next episode. And until then, happy strumming. Mm -hmm.